This week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. Head on over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today. Fans, founders, and insiders like you help us keep the Run, Eat, Drink podcast going. And we thank you for your support. I am Bart Yasso, and you're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 212 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. It's a palindrome episode, everybody. Oh, yes. The same backwards as it is forwards. Yes. Forwards and backwards. 212. It's all math or science or something. I was just going to ask you if you feel lucky based on our content this episode do i feel lucky mm-hmm. well it's not a clint eastwood reference it's it's a reference to the time of year and the race that we ran that we are going to flashback and return to this week yes a little luck oh the irish oh yes as it were and both of, both of us have irish roots we do indeed so that's right folks we are going to be flashing back this week mm-hmm. f- covering finally for you yeah. The Shamrock Marathon weekend in beautiful Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh. We've been a little, it's been a little delayed covering this one because we've had so much other stuff going on. And we're wanting to lead up to something that's going to tie into somebody we met up with. Yes. During this episode. Who tempted us, dare I say, persuaded us. Enticed us. Roped us in. Oh, I can't beat that one. Yeah, roped us in. Roped us in with stories of fun, food, beverages, all the things. And could we say no? I was born in Virginia. You were. And we. the answer is no. We couldn't say no, clearly, because we have this episode to talk all about. Yes. And they didn't disappoint. Mm-mm. What a phenomenal time. Spoiler alert, we'd go back in a heartbeat. Indeed. So we are going to be talking about this wonderful race event, mm. and we're going to be bringing you some amazing food and drink. Really? There is something that I love about coastal towns. What's that? It, it, you tend to see in coastal cities a high incidence or a high rate of restaurants with outstanding Seafood. We're so lucky. And that is something that we have. We're very lucky here in Florida to have plentiful, wonderful seafood. We we really are. And we live in a coastal city. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's literally a, what, seven to 10 minute car ride for us to be in a fishing village. Yeah. And no, Matt Lachey has what the blue dog. Blue dog was what I was thinking of. So you're literally eating fish or shrimp that Mm. were caught that day or at worst case scenario, the day before it's pretty incredible fresh. So our standards are high, I think. Uh, Well, I like to think they are anyway, but particularly with seafood and we're going to be bringing you some great options in Virginia beach for, would you call us snobs? Maybe a little when it comes to seafood, I think. Aficionados. Aficionados does sound better. More positive. Yes. yes. Cheers. <laughs> and we were fortunate enough to meet up with some friends of the show. Oh, yeah. Who steered us in the right direction for tasty beverages. The incredible team, the hosts of the Will Run For podcast, Michael, Aaron, Diana, and Tom. And they introduced us to a brewery that I can't wait to get back to. Oh, I can't wait either. And the theme alone. Theme alone. And we're going to be telling you about some great alcoholic as well as non-alcoholic options on this week's show. 
we were into the non-alcoholic options, and I'm so happy they had some, as well as a theme that is meant for our generation. 100%. (laughs) But before we get into the running, let's give some people some well-deserved shout outs, Mm -hmm. shall we? Somebody who knows how to run Cation, and then some, Darlene, who is at Chef D-A-K on Instagram, if you're looking for these amazing photos and her medal and just everything as she continues her quest to get the 50 states on the map, she completed, despite some challenges and adversity. Travel. Yeah, and rental car. Yeah. Chicagoland Spring Half Marathon to put Illinois on the map. That's fantastic. Darlene, congratulations. I loved all of the food and beverage you posted. Oh, yeah. And this one in particular, I had never heard of this race. I had not either. And I don't know how she found it. I'd love to know. Great medal. Yeah. So check check her out on Instagram, Chef D-A-K on Instagram. Check out that medal. It is awesome. And that's one that I, I again, being bling driven. Of course. It's one that I would consider. Hey, let's, we know put this this one on the, let's put this one on the, uh, the calendar for next year. We know this about you. And we also had Jennifer Hall and Emily O'Keefe. Uh, fun, it's Fun Size Jen on Instagram. And Emily O'Keefe, they did the inaugural rock and roll Atlantic City half. And... Jennifer Hall enticed us, tagged us beforehand, and we just couldn't make it up there. We were so sad. Couldn't make it work. And this is one, rock and roll, they do so many marathons and, and half marathon events across the country. And she's eco-fit. Emily is eco-fit 13. Yes. That's it. Sorry. They do so many across the country in a variety of cities. Mm-hmm. There's probably one near you if you're listening in the continental United oh, States. Oh, sure. And- Las Vegas. All over. And- the variety that you get in terms of terrain, in terms of the views, in terms of the amazing food and beverage after the races. Sure. Rock and roll, though, is also known for doing great medals. Yes. And, and challenge medals, all, all that. Yes. Yeah. And a lot of music on the course. Uh, there, there's a lot to be said for that company and, and what they do. And they got a great race announcer. The, yeah. Somebody that we might have heard of. We, we may have seen this person once or twice our coach may be related to this person might be a little bit related Uh uh-huh carissa galloway yeah was the race announcer on the mic there how cool is that so so awesome and atlantic city what a great opportunity if you wanted to go just have a blowout runcation weekend where you go to a cool city yeah, you know, do the race, mm-hmm. go on the boardwalk, just live it up. That would be so much fun. I was very envious mm. of this event for them. So same. That was great. Same. And then we have a couple of upcoming big races as we record this. Susie, who is Suze on Instagram, mm-hmm. she is getting ready for the Ogden Half Marathon. Going to Utah. If I remember correctly, right? she's trying to pick out which pair of running socks like there were right running now. socks posted, I feel like. And I just, I can't wait to hear all about it because the scenery looks beautiful. Oh, I absolutely want to get up that way for a race. Yeah. I really do. The, you know me. I love like the desert Southwest look. Mm. And Utah has yeah. everything. Go you get them, Susie. You know, it's got yeah. mountains. It's got desert. It's got forest. It's got urban I'm hoping that the weather is still good there and not super hot or humid like we're starting to get here in Florida. It's starting to happen here. Yeah. Hey, we're only like, what, two weeks away from hurricane season here in Florida? June 1st, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's warming up. The humidity is going to get more intense. And we'll be training in that so that we can have success in the fall. Yay. But Susie, let us know how the weather is in Ogden. And just we can't wait to hear all about your runcation out there. Meanwhile, we have another friend of the Runcation Nation, member of the Runcation Nation, who's running for Team Heart to Heart at the Buffalo Marathon Weekend. 
And I can't remember whether she's doing the half or the full, but, uh, and I think it's the full, it may be the full, but she's running for team heart to hearts. So heart health and, and the like, and she completed in her training, she completed the USA women's race at New York in the Hamptons for some great bling. There's Tiffany bling. She rolled in Hello? a race that gives out Tiffany bling. Yeah. For training. So Babs is a rock star. I love it. And let's go to the Hamptons and get some Tiffany bling. And again, I'm, I, I know Tiffany's it's tends a, to be yeah. geared. They actually have plenty of stuff for, for the men out there. Okay. But they tend to be geared towards Fine. the ladies. That said, again, I am a sucker for bling. So if it's Tiffany's, I would be all about it. Just saying. Yeah. So as she heads to Buffalo to do some running for a great charity, great organization, she is going to be sent off and brought home in the right way by not one half, but all of Team Noisy, Fitz and Rudy, Team Noisy, they're going to be on the mic. It's going to be... An incredible weekend. I was just texting with Fitz and she says, yeah, you got to get it on your race calendar. You can't miss it. That's she great. is the grand poobah. That's great. I, th- what a great way to book in your race. Yeah. And Fitz and, and Rudy are just awesome on the mm. mic. As we know from our recent Gasparilla? trip up to Gasparilla. So oh. I, I'm very excited for Babs. This is going to be a heck of a race weekend. I also want to shout out. Finally. Yes. yes. And say happy ninth anniversary to our friends, Greg and Yovana and the rest of their team yeah. at nice guys pizza. They are uh, family to us. They are. And they happen to be patrons of the show, but they were family to us long before that ever happened. Before we even had a podcast. Oh, long before we ever had a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Nice Guys Pizza has been open for nine years. Nine. And we are toasting you with our brand new anniversary coffee mugs that they, they did for the anniversary. They're super cool. They're like the, like lawn flamingo pink. And then they've got some artwork that is inspired by very classic, like atomic age, almost photos of original Cape Coral, kitschy, like signage. Signs. And it's just super cool. The stuff that they did, we got shirts, we got mugs, we ordered some takeout from there uh, the other night. So we are super excited that they've made it nine years. We cannot wait to see what year 10 is going to hold. They have made a second home to us here in, in, in our town through good times and bad. This is a place that we have celebrated accomplishments. We have toasted people that we've lost and we have sought shelter following the hurricane, uh, hurricane disasters. Irma, and the tornado that that t- hit our house in 2016. Yes. And they have been just an absolute uh, blessing for our lives so and lucky. to this community. And we are so so happy for you. Congratulations and cheers to you. And thank you guys for all that you do. Yes, cheers. And we can't wait to see what your number 10 holds. And we will celebrate that with you. Can't wait. We love you. If anybody else wants a shout out on the show, we had a bunch. We did. The Runcation Nation was very active and is very active in the week coming. But if you want to shout out somebody in the Runcation Nation or you want to shout out from us for yourself. Let us know what you're doing. Yeah. Email us and either write it out or attach a little voice memo we could play. Info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at runeatdrink.net. Or call 941-677-2733 and leave us a voicemail. 941-677-2733. Leave us a voicemail. Try to keep it to about a minute and uh, we will get you on the podcast and make you Runcation Nation famous. Love it. Let's talk running. The 2022 50th running of the Shamrock Marathon Weekend. 
It was fun. I, I, this was a race we've been hearing about and hearing about and hearing about. Virginia Beach. And our friends over at Will Run 4 were like, you guys have got to come run this. You've got to come run it. It's beautiful. The weather's great. You can stay right on the beach. It's Getting there was pretty easy, too. Yeah, we flew in the day before. Yeah, because we needed to get to pick up our packets, packet pick up. the expo, etc. And flew in, rental car. Everything was very painless for us as far as the travel went coming from Florida, fortunately. Yeah, you could do a rental car. You can do Uber, Lyft. And we basically went straight from the airport. Dropped we flew our, into Norfolk. Norfolk, yes. Yeah. And we went straight from the airport. That was what? Maybe a 30-minute drive? I don't even think it was... It was not too bad, really. I don't even know if it was that long. So it it was easy to get there. Yes. And the the Norfolk Airport was a delight. Nice and easy to navigate and it really was. And their baggage claim area had a coffee stand right there, which was great. Okay. So hats off to them. That is the best placed coffee stand in an airport I've ever seen. Seriously, it's right <laughs> by a baggage claim. You're waiting there anyway. Why not wait with one of your favorite beverages? All airports should do this. Mm. That was fantastic. <laughs> so, so the travel was really not stressful for yeah. us. And I would recommend that airport. I know it's not as well traveled as some of the DC area airports. Oh yeah, but which you could certainly fly into. You could, but this one was perfect. Mm-hmm. We headed to the, dropped our stuff at the hotel, headed to the expo. Yeah. Okay. We were conveniently located our hotel right on the race course. We could walk to the expo. We could have walked to the expo. We were also spitting distance literally from the Atlantic ocean. Part of the race course is a major strip right along. It's, it's the last road before you hit the Atlantic. Mm. It that entire row is nothing but hotels. So you had plenty of options for hotels. So we dropped our stuff off. We headed over to the expo. Which was at the Virginia Beach Convention Center. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that was maybe a five-minute car ride. It would have been probably a 15, 20-minute walk from our hotel. Yeah. We were conserving our energy, though, for our extremely long distance yeah. that we chose to run because <laughs> there are a variety of distances at this race weekend. We get there. The convention center is all indoors, of course. It's a huge open space, and it was, I thought, very well done. You walked in. They have these big numbers that are illuminated that you could take photos next to that are for your distance. So if you're doing an 8K of the 13.1, we were able to get photos like literally right as we walked in and packet pickup was a breeze. It really was well managed and the, the traffic flow was nice. It wasn't a huge long line. They had a lot of volunteers that were that were staffing the pickup area and the shirt area and the expo floor was really laid out. So there wasn't really a bottleneck anywhere. No. Now we did go a little later in the day. Yeah. So I don't know if at the opening, what it would have been like. Yeah. But the space was so big. I think that they had ample room Mm -hmm. for all of the attendees to come and go as needed. For sure. We got in there Mm -hmm. and we are checking out the swag. They've got this year's swag. They have some previous year's swag available also, which was very nice. Yeah. And it was a variety of things, whether it was shirts, jackets, they also had pint glasses, shot glasses, like koozies, koozies, that type of thing. It was a nice mix of race theme swag. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, you had all of the booths that you would expect. Yes. I really liked how when you walked before you even started all that packet pickup or any of the expo floor, how, because Virginia is for lovers. So I've been told. So when you walk in to the convention center, immediately to your left are the restrooms, which is great, but then you have to know where they (laughs) are. Yeah. If you're hydrating for the race, come on. The word love all illuminated in like light bulbs, like a huge standee that you could get photos with. 
Yes. And then mannequins with all the bling because there are there is there are several races. Well, There's, so you mentioned the, the which distance you're doing. Let's talk about that. Because what, there are youth events too. What were the options for people? So there's a marathon, there's a half marathon, there's an 8K. Then there are challenges in the in combination with those. And then there are youth events because there's a leprechaun dash for little kids. And then there is a, a final mile, which culminates like the, a whole running program for youth to combat childhood obesity. So you could do the marathon and the half marathon, which were the same day, which were Sunday of the race weekend. 8K, which we did, was a Saturday, was the Saturday. Or you could do challenges, which were the dolphin and the whale challenges. And, and, and aside from the difference in size of the cetacean animal, okay, what are those? The dolphin challenge is the... 8K that we ran and the half marathon. Okay. Okay. And then there's the whale challenge, which is the 8K and the marathon. All right. Y- yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody was talking to us. Maybe it was an Uber or Lyft driver that was talking to us about doing all the races, but you would have to be super, super fast. fast. Yeah. You, I would mean, have, like, you would have to go out and whip out. The 8K in like incredible time, and then well, no, the 8K is Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you'd have to basically do like a marathon and a half. It, it on the uh, on the uh, Sunday. Uh, I just don't. I I can't remember. I remember we had that conversation. We had yeah. that conversation, and I just thought, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would that well, would be. I rough. mean, for those fast, really fit people, great for you. My point is, when you walk into the expo and you see that love display, you yeah. also then see a mannequin with all of the race bling. So you can see the Dolphin and Whale Challenge medals. You can see they the were 8K, great. the half marathon, the marathon. Uh, yeah. Outstanding bling. It, it really was. Mm-hmm. And then we were heading around the race floor. And, and the shirts are great, too. The shirts are great. They're green for because it's as you would expect. St. Patrick's Day weekend race. And I the whole race weekend, by the way, is sponsored by Yingling, yeah. which is America's oldest brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, when I tell you, and we're going to get to this a, a little bit in a little bit, when I tell you they go all out, they go all out. They really do. But as we're walking around the the floor, they also had a, a feature that I, I've only seen, if I recall, I think I've only seen this at Gasparilla before. I believe you're correct. Which is the big wall of mm-hmm. names. And you can go and find your name on All the wall. Us. And it doesn't matter whether you're do which race you're doing, you're up there. Yeah. Because we did the 8K. I thought that was fantastic. Again, it's a small thing. I'm very easily entertained. That's fine. I accept that. You're easily entertained. I am. I'm easily entertained. But I just, I I thought that was a nice touch for them to do that. It's a great photo op for everybody. It's nice to see your name up there as one of the participants. And while we're there doing that, who do we run into? The one, the only, the person that introduced our show today. We didn't even know he was going to be there. Bart Yasso. Yeah, Bart was there. The mayor of running kind of a big deal who has graciously given us so much of his time not only during the pandemic via zoom but also in person when we returned to the anchorage run fest in alaska and he spotted you yeah and stopped you hey and he came out and you're trying to you're looking at that whole display with all the names on it like we have to find our names and our names are going to be separated because you hyphenate with your alias like you call me i do call it your alias and and i look around amy's gone i'm like where are you and then next thing you know i i see her curls off in the distance and she's talking to somebody and i walk over and i'm like what where did you wander off to and then of course she's with running royalty like I come on. If you see Bart Yasso and you, if Bart, you talk to Bart Yasso. Y- yes. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, of course. I, Naturally. I totally get it. I'm gonna talk to him. He is full of knowledge and he talked about that 
final mile, the, the youth events mm-hmm. and how exciting they are to see all those kids from all those elementary schools and their gear. He was at the inspirations or what I would think of as the inspiration station where people make race signs. Yes. Who are going to be a part of cheer squads, which by the way, they had an inspiration station there where you could make signs and they provided the signs, they provided the markers, all that stuff. So it was like arts and crafts in the middle of, in the middle of the expo floor. I loved it. So yeah, he was great. He spent, he was so generous with his time just asking us how we were doing and which race events we were doing, letting us know that he would be on the mic announcing our race, which was the 8k. And I, he's Amy gets starstruck. He's just such a nice guy and he's so easy to talk to. He is such a figure in the world of running in terms of inspiration, overcoming, like he talks about in his book, overcoming Lyme disease to continue to run Yeah, for the love of it and whatever distance you can. And he's also, I, what I love about him is that he, like other race announcer friends of ours, has been on both sides of it. Yeah. Runner he gets it. and announcer. He gets a la it. Fitz and Rudy. Yep. Yeah. And Carissa. And Carissa. Yeah. All of them. And they are our favorites because of that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's such a difference. And, and yeah, I think Fitz talked about it in her interview where you know she was talking about some places will just get the local radio DJ or whatever. And it's not the matter. same. They're it not just really isn't. connected. They're not yeah. really there's no, the, you, you feel connected to Bart Yasso, to Carissa Galloway, to Fitz Kohler, to Rudy Novotny. They are highest in class. Yes, best in class. Best in class of race announcers. But at this weekend, it was only Bart who was there. Yeah. And it, we got to talk with him, and it was just, it, it was a great way to round out our, our expo experience. We picked mm-hmm. up, uh, I think we got some, some, nutrition for on course Mm -hmm. and then we headed out and the next day was our our 8k event yes which was saturday saturday was the 8k and then sunday was the marathon half marathon so we were staying at a hotel you know down at one end of the boulevard that goes up and down the beach basically what they call the boardwalk which is really it's really concrete but yeah I'll let, we'll let that slide. It's beautiful. Though. It is beautiful. <laughs> I, I give them a lot of credit. It was f- just a gorgeous uh, place. The mm-hmm. hotel we stayed at, the Doubletree yeah. was phenomenal as far as taking care of us. The room was beautiful. Our view was great. We literally were looking at the, at I the will say sunrise for, every morning. For accommodations, if you can stay along the boardwalk, that is key. There are options that are off the boardwalk that may be a little less expensive. Sure. But I think if you can swing it, if you, you can should. Swing it. Yes. hundred percent. Because race morning, all we had to do is get an Uber or a Lyft. And that should have been pretty easy. And again, we could have walked. No. Are we adding to our race distance though? We'd have been adding to our race distance yeah, on this one. We didn't really want to. This w- was maybe a 10 minute Uber lift ride from our hotel. We had to walk one block over cause they shut the road down in front of our hotel. So we had to walk one block over to meet them. Not a big deal. Yeah. Cause we knew some of it would be on the roads and some of it would be on that boardwalk. Right. It's concrete. And then we, the we, we got our ride. Our driver was great. Very mm-hmm. kind, very entertaining person that, that early that morning. I'm a tra- as close as i can got us as close as he could yeah and we were like hey we're good enough we're good. right here yeah. so we ended up hopping out and and bailing out of the the ride a little bit early and again it was maybe a five to ten minute ride from our hotel nice and easy so and a straight shot mm-hmm. literally a straight shot our hotel we ran right by it on the race course yes we could have run inside to go get something from our room if we needed to yep but we headed up to the start. I think on the way up, we like popped into a 7-Eleven and got coffee. And then as we're coming we out and we're walking down the road, we literally run into Chris Darling. I love that. Well, you started a live. I did. I just started a live stream. And he came into the live as a participant to find out. Like, and he recognized where you were. So he met us right there when we got to the start. That was great. Before all the corrals. So that was great. 
And and, and that, that made up for a, me starting my morning with Seven Eleven coffee. And Chris Darling is a friend of ours, longtime friend of the show. He introduced us to some cuisine that we will talk about over the next couple of weeks. Yes. And Man, it, it, he's a local. He's a local. So getting to get a little bit of insight from a local. Oh, I'm, I'm telling yeah. you. And we were introduced to him in the Extra Mile podcast group. Yes. Via Kevin Gwynn. Six degrees of separation. And we just, we love, the, those are, there are, there are certain Facebook groups and, and podcasts that we're a part of as the audience. Oh, as yeah. listeners that I feel create the kind of community that's real. Yeah, well, so wonderful. Well, I was going to say, we want you to listen to our show, but if you're already listening to our show, I mean, listen, we can certainly tell you about other podcasts. If to you're going to have a long run, if you're going to have a super long run, then you might need more than the hour, hour and a half of our show. And for me, when I'm doing a really long run, like, like 10 miles or more, mm-hmm. I have to have spoken word. I have to. Mm-hmm. So. so. Extra Mile Podcast, Extra Mile Podcast, Galloway Edition. That's how we met Chris Darling. And he was there all decked out in his green shirt. And we have photos with him. And he was doing the 8K as well. Yes. That morning. And I was, and I I had my uh, scally cap and my Guinness scarf. Yes. I had, thanks to JoJo, Positively Polly One on Instagram, who has inspired me to run in tutus whenever possible. I had a green tutu and we had custom shirts. Thank, thanks to, I was going to say our friends. It's our first time doing this. Pure creative apparel. We had our logo with a shamrock where the normally where like the cup of coffee or the glass of wine or the, where the beer mug is Mm. in the drink portion of our logo. Thanks to Pam and Ariel. And also, shout out to Pam, who just had a birthday. Yes. 21 looks good on you. Happy, happy birthday. We love you. So they made some shirts for us last minute, and a lot of people in the Runcation Nation really like those. We'll probably bring those back for next year for the season. Yes. As it were. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the race itself. I was... I didn't know what to expect Waves. prior to us getting there. They, I think that they did a great job with this race. The, the race starts on roads. starts on the roads mm-hmm. and ends on the boardwalk. Yeah, and it is yeah. the eight k. We're going to talk specifically about the eight k. Right. This is this year. It's the second time we've done an eight k distance. Yeah, we did one at Gasparilla just to see what it was all about. I really enjoyed this one because five miles. And and I think that it would be true of the entire race because the entire, regardless of the distance you're doing, the race weekend, yeah, that race weekend is going to be a fast flat weekend for you mm-hmm. because it you are in a you're in Virginia Beach. It's a coastal town. It's all paved. Yeah, they're not running you for part of the race course on the beach. So if you're afraid of that, don't worry. No, That's not, it's not a beach run. It's not a beach run. Not a beach run. And I loved the fact that this was basically an out. Well, it was kind of like an out and back and out the way it was laid out. Like we ended up taking our our ride share up towards the start line, which Mm was about a couple of miles down from our hotel. Mm -hmm. And then we ran past our hotel, did a turnaround and you came back up the road and then you did another switch back where you went back again, the same direction, but this time on the boardwalk. So you finish the race on the boardwalk. So great. And then the after party is on the beach. Okay. This might be the best after party for any race we've ever done. Really? I was so impressed. The day before we're there, we're out there walking around we see this monster i mean monster tent that they've set up on the beach yes they've got this enormous sand sculpture with the shamrock logo logo they've got the first second and third boxes you can stand on to get your photo op in front of the sand sculpture 
And a bell to ring your PR bell, like Diana from the Will Run For. I loved it. Rang the bell. And it's just all walking distance from the iconic Neptune statue. Yeah. Of Virginia Beach. Yeah. I thought that this post-race was absolutely phenomenal. So you go inside after the race is done. Mm. And we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. I know. You go in after the race is done and they've got an enormous stage inside the tent. Music. Hot food. Hot food. And plenty beer. of beer courtesy of Yingling. And water. Well, yeah, yeah. No one's going for the water. That's not what this race is about. That's true. You so, make a valid point. So anyway, the race course itself. Out and back and then out back out. Yes. And I really liked we got some of the flavor of the town in the first part of this five miler. Me too. That so I like we beach could, towns. So we could spot like here's some coffee shops we might want to check out. Which we did later. Mm-hmm. And here oh. are some local businesses that are really cool, like some flea markety types or just some touristy types. But all the things. A lot of this race takes place in the main drag of Virginia beach. Mm -hmm. So if you've ever been to a popular beach town, let's talk about Daytona. Let's talk about Miami beach. Let's talk about St. Pete beach, Clearwater, Jacksonville beach. Mm -hmm. A lot of it, when it comes to the type of businesses, very similar. Similar. Like you'll have, Oh, I forgot my swimsuit. Here is a place for towels and swimsuits and like cover-ups and all the different things that you would need for beach going. Yes. But they also have some things that are all unique. Like there's an iFly for indoor uh, skydiving. Yeah. There's a indoor laser tag place. There mm-hmm. are probably 50 places. We could do an entire episode on the best pizza in Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah. Because there's so many places. Because they're catering to the tourist crowd that's coming mm-hmm. in there seasonally. There are a lot of different coffee shops, though, too. Tons of coffee. And beach towns and mm-hmm. coffee shops yeah. are, go hand in hand. Yes. And I also like that you had some kind of classic, almost boardwalk-style entertainment options as well. Yeah. So th- this place has a lot of character. Yeah. So the first part was the character of the town before you take a turn about halfway through to the concrete boardwalk mm-hmm. so that you run by the beach but not on the beach don't be afraid yes and on that what i really liked about jna racing is they had quotes every so often that was fantastic and it was such a small thing so quotes like i post on our social media feeds about staying strong and enduring and, and toughing it out and just and being inspiring to other people. And then it was perfect if you stayed in those hotels and you were maybe the support squad for your runner. Yes. Whether it's the 8K, the half, or the marathon, that you could just come out and be on the race course right there by the beach with your race signs to cheer them on in late race stages. I love that. And again, small thing. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And then we had, we crossed the finish line and got our medals and our medal is like a little gold 50th anniversary. And it, it is just so cute. And it's one of the few gold medals we actually have hanging. I know. I, mean, I know we don't have a whole lot of gold in the medals in the bling, but it, it has the shamrock, the 50th logo, and the ribbon is green, and it says 8K, and Town Bank was the sponsor. So Town Bank, shamrock, 8K, March 19th, 2022, Virginia Beach, and just it. And there are larger medals for the half, the marathon, and the challenges, But I just, I really like this and I like that it was engraved on the back too. Well, and I love the fact that it's, it's an Irish toast that says, may the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. Yeah. Again, the theming is perfect. It's sponsored by Yingling. When you finish the race. 
you get you, this awesome medal. Yeah. You get to walk over. Then at that at this point, once you're ready to go to the after party, you are going out onto the beach. You are, yeah, in the tent or you're at the sand sculpture that commemorates the weekend. You have those little stands like you were talking about. You have the PR bell. And inside the tent, you have the live music. You have the beer stands. So you could get the yingling or a variation of whatever beer. And then Murphy's Irish Pub is a huge sponsor. And Murphy's, we're going to be talking about them in, I believe, some patron content coming up. Or we're going to be talking about them on an upcoming episode. But Murphy's is, of course, a local establishment. Mm -hmm. They were making food there. And you could come in. After the race. And they were serving it, like some of the Irish stew. stew. They were doing Irish stew right there. And you could have a brew and some stew and just party. And it was, you were walking, they had some walkways that were set up, but you could be walking in the sand. Yes. And there was also outside the tent some seating. As Mm -hmm. well, right on the beach, closer to the water. But it was just, it was really like a laid back and just a well put together celebration. Absolutely. This was, I I think, one of our favorite race events that we've done thus far. And we absolutely do want to go back. This is one that we're like, yeah, this, I'd like to do the half. Mm -hmm. I would love to do the half. Yeah. This would be a great half to do. Mm -hmm. And if you're honestly, if you're looking for a marathon distance, I think this would be a great one if you're looking for a place that's a a fast, fast, flat flat course. Mm -hmm, Very. And what I liked about where we stayed was we did the 8K on Saturday. What was great about Sunday is that we could wake up, we could come out on our balcony, and we could cheer on runners, or we could go down to the boardwalk, and we could cheer them on right there outside our hotel. Yes. Now, this time of year, since this was in March. It's beautiful weather. It was beautiful, but it was a little chilly. Yeah, but it was still, for running weather, Perfect for running. Beautiful. But when we were out there cheering runners on, we actually did it on the balcony and we went downstairs to do it. And we were like, all right, we're going back inside to get our hoodies because. Oh well, my, this was a little cold. Oh my goodness. And it may not be. It's March. I, I think at that time of year, it's going to be hit or miss. Yeah. You just have to be prepared and pack, pack for yeah, a, couple a of, range couple of, of options. Uh, weather. Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. So we were able to cheer runners on 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 a Sunday, and then we flew out. That was it. It was peace out, amazing Virginia Beach. But wait a minute! While we were in Virginia Beach, there's more. We had amazing food, and we did work up quite an appetite. Tasty food, and again, we love we're we're seafood lovers. Mm-hmm. It may not be everybody's thing, but. I would say that if you're from the Midwest, if you're middle middle of the country and you're not a seafood lover, when you're when you have the opportunity and you're in a coastal town, try it again. It is night and day different if you can get fresh seafood versus frozen. <sighs> night and day difference. And we were fortunate enough, we asked around and everybody told us the same thing. They were like, Yeah, there are a couple of spots you'll want to go to. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get to one for a local favorite, uh, a local delicacy, mm-hmm. a recipe that we had to try. And that's called a place called Chicks on the Beach. We actually C-H- heard about it at the expo. We did. <laughs> and, and then we kept hearing about it. Yeah. C-H-I-X. I didn't I, mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. C-H-I-X on the beach. And it's on the beach. Right next door to our hotel. We were conveniently located to we this were. place. We <laughs> were. Yes. And it was super busy. So we were just lucky to get a table right away. You may have a little bit of a wait because it's very popular and for good reason. Great service and great food. An amazing location. Mm. I, I being growing up here in Florida, one thing that we love is going to like fish houses yeah. that are on the water. Yeah. Getting to eat your seafood at a Beautiful. place that's on the water. And a lot of these fish houses here in Florida or will even, if you've caught it and you bring it to them, they'll clean it and cook Kiki, it for you. Kiki Sandbar uh, in the Keys That's that we've talked about on the one show. One great option. Yes. So 
it's just a thing. We like eating on the water. We got there and we're like, okay, what is the signature dish? We started researching this on the flight. Like even before we left. And we were like, what is it that they're known for up there? And I didn't realize this. I didn't realize that the, the titular item or the thing that they are really you know known for up there is crab. And specifically, she, she crab soup. soup. I had no idea. Yeah. That that's a thing up there. Just, and, and I was like, well, I love crab. And it's cool enough for some soul warming soup. <laughs> so let's <laughs> get was. some. So we decided to try a couple of options. We ended up getting an appetizer to start out. And that was their crab dip. And you're talking about a chunky, creamy, just deliciously rich dip made of crab and a cream sauce and tortilla chips for dipping. What did you think? Oh my God. Little old Bay sprinkled on there Mm. for, for a little bit of seasoning. I loved it. But I'm a sucker for that type of food. Like, we love tapas. You guys know that. Okay, so we had the soup, and it had, Well, like, we're getting back to the... I'm, I'm on the dip. You're on the dip. So we had the soup with the oyster crackers, and then we had the dip mm-hmm. with pita, pita triangles mm-hmm. and the tortilla chips. Mm-hmm. Oh! <laughs> it was so good. Did it have this white pepper kind of essence? Yes. That was just delightful. That highlighted the seafood flavor. Without it tasting fishy. And which is so important with seafood. So uh, the tortilla chips were great. The the pita was warm. Warm pita. Oh. Kind of hard to beat that. And again, you get the sweetness of the crab. Uh, almost like a it's almost like a mornay or a like a cheese sauce, but not like mm. like super like cheesy cheesy yeah like a bechamel bechamel thank you i could not think of that like a bechamel sauce and just exactly what you would want to accent the flavor of the crab and let the crab come through and speak for itself and i'm a sucker for those types of dips anyway this is a hot dip Mm -hmm. you know but i like smoked fish dip that is, that's the thing I grew up with here. Well, I know, but that can be cold. But that can be cold. This is its warm cousin. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know which one I like better. And, people, and by the way, oh. hot crab dip, not a thing here in Florida. Well, people should have them both. They, I, oh, 100%. Yeah. But again, hot crab dip, not a thing really in Florida. The soup. Uh, can we You just, start with the soup. It... Uh, so she crab soup. It's just, it's creamy. It's flavorful. It has the tang of the old bay, but it doesn't have that white pepper kind of essence. So that's how it's different from the dip. And the dip's thicker. Mm-hmm. And substantially thicker. Oyster crackers are just a They're throwback. A to my childhood. They're so 1980s to or 70s. Being at seafood restaurants with my family and yep. having that, oh, like the chunks of crab and the warmth of the soup and just the creaminess. So good. They, she told, the, our waitress told us, she said these two dishes are going to be a little bit similar. Mm-hmm. And we were okay with that. I knew it was going to be similar, but not the same. And the she crab soup really leans into, I think, onion and celery as the predominant aromatics that are in the creamy broth. Mm-hmm. But the dip is a little cheesier and much thicker. True. So it can hold up to to whatever the you're chips dipping it into, or the pita bread. It's yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. I, and they're I, just I, so slightly different. I think if you have a huge group with you to have these two on the table and, and be able to share mm-hmm. is easy and, and smart. Perfect for this type of weather. Also, since we had like weather that was dipping into the fifties, mm-hmm. I, I could say that as the weather warmed up, 
I don't know that I would necessarily lean into both of these because these are cooler month. The dip may be more for a larger group. Yes. If you're going to choose between the two. Agreed. Yeah. But then we decided to get some, let's get some other local flavor. (sighs) And we got a a steamer bag of peel and eat shrimp. So good. And, and okay. We've talked about it before with pizzerias. If I'm going to a pizzeria and I want to gauge the pizzeria for their quality, what do I typically want us to get? Pepperoni. A, A simple pepperoni pizza. Yeah. Nothing crazy. This. That lets you taste their sauce. That lets mm. you taste their cheese. It lets you, gives you a good a, a good impression of the bread mm. and the crust. Yeah. Peel and eat shrimp are the, are the same thing for a seafood restaurant. It is so easy to mess this up. Well, you can overcook it in a heartbeat and it'd be t- really tough. Absolutely. Or too slimy if it's undercooked. Mm-hmm. This was perfect. And it says a Chesapeake Bay tradition Steamed fresh and served piping hot in a steam bag with fresh corn on the cob, spicy kielbasa, red potatoes, and it's sprinkled with Old Bay. Yeah. And it's served with, ours, because it was the shrimp, had cocktail sauce and drawn butter. Yes. Melted butter. The shrimp were probably U6 size. They were big. These were huge shrimp. They were big, and you get your hands dirty. Oh, 100%. This is not a knife and forker. Mm-hmm. This is getting your hands Get in, in there. there and taste it. And the flavor was phenomenal. The The seafood was incredibly fresh. We, we absolutely enjoyed this. This is probably one of our favorite dishes of the weekend. The cocktail sauce had a horseradish bite for the shrimp, but then also the, the drawn butter with just a little bit of a squeeze of a lemon that was on the side mellowed everything out it was just and the shrimp are easy to peel if they're cooked right i was gonna say that's the mark of a place that knows what they're doing if you overdo it and you have a hard time peeling your peel and eats they're overcooked send them back Mm -hmm. there's something not right they're going to be like eating pencil erasers Mm -hmm. if you can't get your fork under that shell and pop the shell off send it back it's yeah. The corn was great. The kielbasa. I, the only thing that I could say is that I wanted more of the kielbasa. Yeah. If that's a, if that's a small critique, I think that's a fair one. Who doesn't want more kielbasa? But again, we split it. But they, so. but they also, you're using the kielbasa to season the shrimp mm-hmm. in that boil. Yeah. And, and it achieved what it was setting out to do. Yeah. Phenomenal job. The whole meal was outstanding. It really was. And this is coming from two people who are living in Florida, used to great fresh seafood all the time. I think we're hard on restaurants when it comes to seafood. I I agree. I think that people, our listeners would agree with Mm -hmm. us as well. Chicks on the Beach, they are part of a a larger restaurant group. They are part of- And they had a booth at the expo. They did. Yes. Yeah. Um, They have a place called Waterman's Surfside Grill. Oh, which we so wanted to get into, but that was super, super popular. Oh my gosh. Very busy. And I think that we timed it just right when we got to Chicks also. Mm -hmm. And then they also had a place across the street, not on the water, but just across the street and kind of down the road a little bit from our hotel called The Shack. Which seemed to have an outdoor patio place. Outdoor patio. More bar. Enticing. Yeah. Yeah. More of a bar kind of scene, but yeah. uh looked great. So I, I would try all three of their locations just on the experience that we had at Chicks on the Beach alone. Me too. Mm-hmm. 100%. So applause to the restaurant group as a whole. Absolutely. And we are going to have links to, to the show notes. Chicks on the Beach in the show notes. But, um, You've got to check them out. I, I yeah. Again, I can't say enough good about them. And I'm a Florida native, grew up on seafood. They were fantastic. It was great. But before we go on, we want to say a special thank you to all of our patrons for your support of the show. We, You have enabled us to improve our equipment and make the show even better. It's unbelievable that as we record this show, we are a month away from our fifth anniversary that we never thought possible. Five years, man. Listen, if you guys are a patron, thank you. And if you're not and you want bonus content like behind the scenes footage that will be hopefully giving you a good laugh, extra content, things that that don't make the, the main feed and that will entertain you and inform you and 
give you additional places to explore and indulge, check out patreon.com slash podcast or tap on the button in the top of the Podbean app. It says reward. Just, yeah, all the same perks. Like this week, we're going to put out some audio reviews in the patron feed because we got so much great, like, content from coffee shops and other restaurants that we could not fit into one episode. We can't. And Virginia beach is such a wealth of awesome places to go to good recommendations from the will run for folks and the extra mile podcast group. So it's great that we can through their recommendations and through our experience, create a little bit of a city guide for our patrons. Absolutely. Listen, the show is always going to be free guys, but if you want even more content, join us. Become a patron, check out the different levels, and become a patron today. As always, we thank everyone who listens to the show, who supports us as a patron, for any and all the ways that you support the Runny Drink Podcast. Let's talk beverages. More specifically, some very well-recommended beverages and a brewery in Virginia Beach called Smart Mouth Brewing Company. And this location i would love to say is due to the intrepid work of our news ferrets here at the run eat drink podcast studios like yes a research team yeah i would like to say that's what it our was our ragtag gang of researchers that are in the back room but we no. don't have those Wait, no so we rely on trusted fellow podcasters for this recommendation and they did not disappoint at all smart mouth brewing company their, their pilot house location, because there are a couple different locations, that we just love the space, first of all. Yes, and it was walking distance from our hotel. And when we were able to walk down there. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to meet up with our friends from the Will Run For podcast. And... They were already in full swing by the time we got there because we lingered a little bit in our sightseeing adventures on the way to the to Smart Mouth Brewing Company. And they had some fellow podcasters along with them and some friends of their show. And we were just happy to be a part of just a, a wonderful gathering of great runners bunch of really nice people really nice people again we've talked about it before some of the best people that you're going to meet that are going to give you support that are just going to be amazing Mm -hmm. might be people you've never met or runners in the running community or you've met met only virtually yeah yeah and we're just fortunate to actually get this is our second time meeting up with the will run for podcast we had we met up with half of the hosts half the team aaron and michael and they came down here to florida mm -hmm, yes so and they drove to meet us luckily and it it was so great to be with all four of them Mm -hmm. with tom and diana and aaron and michael at the pilot house location of smart mouth it's just they had food trucks and you could order in food but that's not what you're there for you're there for the 80s themed beer list that is it and not just the 80s themed oh okay 80s saturday morning cartoon theme yes that's correct. To be clear. That's correct. And, and kids, if you didn't grow up in the 80s, back in the 1980s on Saturday mornings across all of the broadcast channels, ABC, NBC, and CBS, there were hours back-to-back of cartoons played. This was before you could stream things, kids. Way before <laughs> streaming, way before the internet. <laughs> and they have just a, a, an amazing theme. The space itself a little bit industrial with a little bit of natural natural materials. Just a, a beautiful concept in there. The mm. beer list was enormous. Oh, my gosh. They had a big wall of a big blackboard wall with you know nice art drawn on it. I was just very blown away by the atmosphere in the space. I thought it was a, a place that was very inviting to come and hang out. It was pet friendly. And pet friendly, yes. Also. Yes. That's always a plus. We just, yeah. And the beer list, 
was extensive. Let me just, as you said, I'm sorry, but the titles of the beer. Share some with the, okay. with the class. Listen, I, when we're, now that we're off of this challenge, yes. I really want to catch a flight up to Virginia Beach and go back and have the Pilsner that's called Safety Dance, which is award-winning Safety Dance Pilsner. Game on, Notch Nine, Cow Catcher, Poured Not Shaken, Boom Shakalaka. What else do we have? Just relinquish my waffle. Saturday morning, Saturday night, Caveman Confetti, Sticky Bricks. Uh, yeah. I know. The names don't quite say it all. And they had a very wide array of... Styles. Styles from Saison to Pilsner to double IPA, IPA, a Goza, a Hazy Pale Ale, Red Rye Lager, Munich Dunkel. Just. So unlike some breweries we've been to that tend to specialize in one one style or another, these guys are branching out across the styles to hopefully have something for everybody. Caveman Confetti, Fruity Pebbles Sour. Yeah. How can you beat that? So. <gasps> We were on the 75 hard challenge while we were traveling. So yes. we partook in their non-alcoholic offering, which yes. was Jimmy's Grandpappy's Sparkling Lemonade. Non-alcoholic lemonade. Yes. And what I like about this. I loved it. They offer you an option that is tastes fantastic. This is basically an effervescent lemonade. It's 100% non-alcoholic. And yeah. they are only hitting you for $2 a pint. It was great. Fresh, crisp. Not too tart. Not too tart, not too sweet. Really great option. Serve it in a pint glass so that so you... So you can sit and... Yeah, I was going to say, there's something to be said for that, where you're not made to feel like you're an outsider. Mm -hmm. you're, you blend in with everybody. Your drink resembles the thing that other people are having. I, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Mm -hmm. And the product itself was stellar. So good. So phenomenal there yeah. but we had to lean on our friends from the will run for podcast because mm -hmm. we are not going to go to a brewery and not tell you guys about something you should check out while you're there oh and one of our favorites had a wonderful title wonderful name relinquish my waffle relinquish my waffle might be a play on words to tease or spoof Lego my ego. Oh, so cute. And what a great style. This is a blueberry and maple syrup brown ale mm -hmm. that comes in at 6.5% ABV, 32 IBUs. Mm -hmm. This is right up my alley. I love yeah. brown ales. I like fruited beers and I like maple. I Come on. think it would have been fabulous and Tom liked it. Tom was kind enough to have a pint for us, and he recommends it. Yeah, and I think Diana was having uh, Caveman Confetti, which is a Fruity Pebble Sour. Yes. Hello. Now, this one, I don't know about how I am with sours. I know, but... But Fruity Pebbles. You would have to try it. That's one of our favorite cereals, or one of my favorite oh, cereals. Oh, I love Fruity Pebbles. Don't... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cocoa Petals or Fruity Pebbles? I like them both. I say have them both. Yes. Not at the same time. Not at the same time, but they are both very, both very good. good. Oh, yes. And there was a sticky bricks, which was a rice crispy treat blonde. Oh, I just, I, I, and they were talking about how there were parties at the brewery where they had Saturday morning cartoons and they were, they just cater to my childhood. No. That is it. 100%. That is it. And I do love the description of this beer, by the way. The Relinquish My Waffle. It says, we looked to a beloved breakfast staple for this Belgian-style, home-style ale, loaded with real blueberries and robust maple syrup for a sweet and fruity take on the best thing to happen to your toaster since sliced bread. What a great description. I... I Blueberry beers to me can be really weird. We had a great one at Matanuska in Alaska. I was going to say, but we've had some really good ones. Yeah. And 
I, I think that this one, the smell of it and everything Tom was telling us about this, this sounds like this is really giving you that essence of blueberry without yes. being over the top. Yeah. And it wasn't blue. No, or, it was a brown in color. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I like you said, I would love to do a weekender, go back up to Virginia Beach. I would love to go taste my way through this 80s themed, 80s breakfast themed, cart, Saturday morning yeah, cartoon themed. Take an Uber, drink responsibly. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But, and, and again, in that town, so easy to do. Everything's about five to 10 minutes away. Yeah. If you're staying at the beach and you're going to places in the beach. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this was a quick walk to our hotel. Mm. I loved it. I loved the space, loved the staff, loved the descriptions of the beers according to our podcast hosting friends. I can't wait to go back. Me either. But guess what? We're going to have to visit this place again because this week's episode has come to a close. Next week, we are going to be giving you guys quick bites featuring some more of the best food and beverage from Virginia Beach. And the episode will include recommendations from our friends at the Will Run 4 podcast. Exactly. And then we're going to be inching that much closer to our fifth anniversary celebration. (sighs) So lucky that we have been able to do this for the past five years because of everybody in the Runcation Nation. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really? Listen, do us a favor uh, this week, head over to Apple podcast, leave us, leave us a rating and review. We are still in need. We, I believe I saw that we got a, a couple of new ones, but we still need a couple more because it's the recency of your ratings and reviews that mm. really affect the algorithm it's all i can't explain it it's science it's computer science it's sciencey <laughs> it's complicated do us a favor five star rating great review let everybody know about your favorite runcationing podcast we would be most appreciative of that we it would. helps us get discovered helps us grow the runcation nation we may not run five miles for the review like tom does on the wheel run for no we will not. but we will Share your review. Make you Runcation Nation famous. Absolutely. What can we say? So thank you for joining us on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, or wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Anna. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run Eat Drink Podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run Eat Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.